Welcome back to Show Me Today. Forecasters are calling for a historically strong El Nino, and is it going to be accurate? University of Missouri clientologist Zach Leeser tells Anthony Morbeth that depends on who you ask. There's certainly a lot of interest in the forecast for this winter, really because we've had a pretty active uh, weather year this year in that uh, we're running warmer than normal for the year of 2023, and we've had a drought uh, really that started in late spring, persisted through the summer, and is still ongoing in the fall. Uh, so that forecast for the winter has a lot of significance uh, really for thinking about drought recovery especially. And so I think the biggest factor going into the winter forecast is the presence of El Nino. And so uh, I know there's been a lot of chatter about the El Nino this year. Uh, and this is a naturally occurring cycle where we see uh, shifts in sea surface temperatures over the eastern Pacific Ocean. And right now, really starting in this summer, we saw El Nino conditions begin to emerge, which means we see those warmer than usual uh, Pacific sea surface temperatures. And what this means is when we have an El Nino year, those sea surface temperatures have a big impact on atmospheric circulations and longer term weather patterns. So this really gives us a good source of, of prediction when we're thinking at these seasonal timescales uh, months in advance. And so a lot of the seasonal forecasts are going to rely pretty heavily on El Nino, meaning we can look at some previous years uh, where we've had those El Nino conditions and based on those historical analogs, see what we might expect. And so for the state of Missouri, typically during an El Nino winter, we do see temperatures that are above normal. Uh, and then our precipitation, as you mentioned, is kind of a mixed bag. So uh, really, El Nino typically means that it influences the jet stream and sets up a storm track that's pretty close to Missouri. And so a few uh, a shift in that storm track by just a few hundred miles could mean the difference between uh, above normal precipitation or below normal precipitation. And so we certainly have less confidence in that precipitation. It could go either way, um, but we would expect those above normal temperatures. Zach Lee, sir, at the University of Missouri. He's a state climatologist. He joins us on Show Me today. We're talking about the weather, what exactly this coming winter is going to look like. And before we continue, be sure to listen to entire episodes or, for that matter, this entire conversation with Zach Lee, sir, on Show Me Today. Wherever it is you get your podcast, type in Show Me Today download it, take us with you on the go, or simply you could log on MissouriNet.com and listen to us there. And, uh, Zach, you know, based on the models I'm reading, so north of Missouri, it's going to be warmer. South of Missouri, it's going to be wet and cold. And it looks like Missouri's sort of stuck in the middle, as it were. Yes, that's, that's correct. And um, that's really important, especially for thinking about what our drought forecast might look like for, for the winter. And so really to, to kind of get out of these precipitation deficits we've seen all year, we really need not a normal or below normal winter, but we need that precipitation to be above normal to help kind of erase some of those deficits. And so it's not great to see this kind of uncertainty, especially with the precipitation. We would like a clear wet signal, um, but at this point, there's there's not a lot of confidence in that precipitation forecast for winter. I, I would like to at least speak on behalf of all of our listeners and just hope that we get some sort of precipitation. I don't care if it's rain. I don't care if it's snow. We need something out there. 
Absolutely. I agree. It, it would really help kind of restock those farm ponds over the winter, bring water levels up, help with our streams and creeks, and, and would really uh, put us in a better position going into next next planting season in the spring. Make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. So mixed bag in terms of precipitation based on the models we're seeing right now. Uh, how about the temperature itself? Yeah, and, and you're right. There is a, a kind of split across the country uh, where we typically see in those those El Nino years, the northern half of the country is warmer. That does include Missouri, kind of right in between. We typically see some cooler temperatures across the southern United States. Um, but looking at looking at a lot of the most recent 30-year El Nino events, we have seen temperatures that are typically above normal from that November to March time period during El Nino years especially if you're in the northern half of the state. The signal's a little bit stronger. So we've got more confidence that, that temperatures will be warmer and more confidence in that temperature forecast than precipitation right now. We're talking with Zach Leeser. He's a University of Missouri State climatologist on Show Me Today. We're talking the weather. We're talking El Nino and how it potentially could affect the weather forecast for this winter. We're talking basically roughly December through February, the early part of March, I was reading that El Nino is predicted to be stronger. At this point, we're still trying to figure that out. So I'm curious. Again, I'm not trying to ask any political based or sort of gotcha questions, but I'm curious, how does the climate and the climate change, as it were, affect all of this? Yeah, that's a good question, because uh, right now we're above normal temperatures in Missouri for the whole year at this point. In fact, uh, just compiling weather records for the state going back to 1895, as of right now through the end of September, we're on pace for our 10th driest uh, or 10th warmest, I'm sorry, a year on record for the state of Missouri. And uh, so this trend is important to think about when we think about those predictions for the winter as well, because it's likely uh, that we'll see that, that persistence of the above normal temperatures continue into this season. And uh, it, it, it'd be tough not to mention also outside of the state of Missouri, globally, we've seen uh, one of our warmest years on, on record in 2023. And so uh, there's been a lot of attention towards looking at those, those temperatures. We've definitely seen it in the United States with persistent heat waves in the south central United States. And so uh, really that, that, that makes it pretty difficult for these seasonal predictions because we not only have to look at the El Nino, but our longer-term trend that we're seeing this year uh, with above-normal temperatures. And so I, I do think you have to look at both of them, both the trend and the historical data and El Nino, to get a really good picture of what's going on. I wanted to ask this question and how it impact, how El Nino impacts it, because I know that the depending on where it hits initially could impact the state of Missouri, at least it has in years past. But I was reading that, um, you know, this year's El Nino uh, that the atmosphere is not responding as much as expected based on rising sea surface temperatures. Having said that, it's not affected the hurricane season in the Atlantic at all thus far this year, which I thought was really fascinating. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So we we actually started 2023 with La Nina conditions that diminished during the spring. And we saw that those sea surface temperatures flipped to El Nino during the summer but it did take some time uh, for, for the atmosphere to kind of react and, and link up with those sea surface temperatures. So we, we typically see a strong relationship 
but there was a bit of a time lag this year. And there's definitely some, some ongoing research there. There's several different theories that, that might explain why the, the atmosphere might have taken a little bit to, to couple there. Um, but a part of it could be those warmer sea surface temperatures that we're seeing outside of the Pacific Ocean. So when we monitor those El Nino or La Nina conditions, we're looking at the Pacific Ocean really right along the equator. Uh, but we've seen above normal sea surface temperatures in the Atlantic Basin and at higher and lower latitudes as well. And so when we have these warmer temperatures everywhere, um, really those, those warmer temperatures in the Pacific aren't as anomalous. And so maybe there's not as strong of a signal there. And you're correct, this year's El Nino is a uh, moderate to strong El Nino, so we would expect uh, that strong linkage, but it, but it took some time. Um, now, there's certainly evidence that the atmosphere is, is starting to uh, exhibit more of an El Nino pattern, and, and we're starting to see that going into the winter months. Uh, but, but it was certainly kind of an unusual year uh, as we flipped from La Nina to El Nino this summer. That's University of Missouri state climatologist Zach Leeser on Show Me Today discussing the weather and how El Nino, which is predicted to be stronger, could potentially impact Missouri's weather for this winter. And obviously, just a quick closing comment for those just tuning in late. You could listen to this entire episode of show me today or this specific discussion wherever it is you get show me today through podcasts or through missourinet.com and as far as weather is concerned well just watch the television watch the weather channel listen to your local radio station obviously or to very simply look at the weather on your phone to keep up with the latest weather conditions this winter this is show me today the voice of missouri